Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. If you are new to my podcast, welcome. And if you are returning, thank you for joining me again. If you don't know about me, I am an intuitive, a Reiki practitioner, a channeler, and my podcast is devoted to self-improvement and um, spirituality. And today's episode is going to be all about anxiety. I had a situation occur last night that I wanted to talk to you about because many of you might be dealing with the same problem. My daughter came to me last night having a panic attack, and my son has had panic attacks before. And I have never in my life that I am aware of, I have never had a panic attack. So I didn't know the symptoms, I didn't understand what was going on with them, but I do have anxiety. And I didn't even know until a few months ago that I even had anxiety. Apparently, I was very high-functioning, and I had just never been told you have anxiety. I knew a lot of people did, but I didn't realize that I was one of them. But I went to counseling about a year ago, I guess, and I started just talking about my day and different things, and the counselor said, well, you have anxiety. And I was like floored, I was blown away. I'm like, what do you mean I have anxiety? I've never been told. How did I get to 40 years old and no one ever told me that I had anxiety? And she said, well, it's really common. And I thought, yeah, I know it's common, but this would have been nice to know. I could have been doing things to help deal with this. So I wanted to do a podcast today all about anxiety and how to help you when either if you suffer from panic attacks or if you have a child who does or if you just have anxiety and you just want to know how to reduce it. And I'm here to tell you that most of us are suffering from anxiety. It's a very common thing nowadays and I believe there are several reasons for that. I think the number one reason that people today have anxiety is because we live at such a fast-paced life and in a fast-paced world. We have everything we need to know at the touch of our phone, and we're constantly comparing ourselves to others through social media. There's just so much going on, and it's ever-changing, so quickly changing. I mean, I guess we always say that, but it just feels like it's changing even faster at a much faster rate than ever before. So I feel like that is contributing a lot, especially in children. They're experiencing anxiety because they're always on social media. They're always comparing themselves to others. They see things they probably shouldn't see early, ahead of time. There's just a lot of things for them to have to be able to handle. And they don't always have the tools to do that. Another reason I believe for children especially that they have a lot of anxiety is that many children are what we call rainbow children. You have your indigos, your crystal children, and I will have to do another podcast on that separately because there's a lot of information about crystal children, indigos, and just rainbow children in general. But a lot of children that we're seeing coming into this world who are labeled as autistic or have special needs, They are rainbow children. They are coming into this world or incarnating this time to help shift and change the world. Many of them have psychic abilities that are kind of labeled as part of their symptoms, but they don't really realize that these are just part of the gifts that they've been given. And they don't really know 
how to use these gifts or what they are. And so a lot of things, I think there's a lot of misdiagnoses going on in some way. But the symptoms that they experience are very real, and a lot of them are symptoms of anxiety. And I know that my own children experience that. My son is an indigo and my daughter is a crystal. And so my son is like the challenge authority type and is not going to take no for an answer or back down. And not in a, he's not a rude kid, not like that, but challenging, very challenging. And my daughter is the healer. She's the healing type. She loves working with children and animals. So it's understandable. They're both very sensitive. They can sense other people's energies. And when they're in a very large room, it's overwhelming for them, very overwhelming. And they're also very prone to panic attacks. Again, I have never experienced panic attack, so I didn't understand what was going on. But I can tell you that looking at my daughter last night, it looked like she was on something because her pupils were very dilated. And that is one of the symptoms of an anxiety attack. So one of the things I want to do is just talk about what an anxiety attack looks like or a panic attack. They're interchangeable, those words what anxiety looks like because you may be suffering from it yourself and have never known. You may be like, excuse me, you may be like me and you get to be my age where almost half my life is over, over half my life is over, and I didn't realize that I even had anxiety. It was a totally new concept to me. So the first symptom of a panic attack is nausea. So if you have an upset stomach, and a lot of people who have anxiety have stomach issues because that is where we feel a lot of our emotions is in that stomach area. So you can feel stomach aches, nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea. Dilated pupils is another thing that is a symptom of a panic attack. And um, what happens when you have a panic attack is that your nervous system sort of goes into that fight or flight mode and the body is under deep stress so it induces pupil dilation. You may feel like you have a lump in your throat. This may or your throat hurts but it usually feels more like a lump like you can't swallow something. You may have body tremors, uncontrollable shaking in your arms, legs, hands or feet. You might start sweating Again, it's that fight or flight thing taking over and so your body starts releasing the sweat because you know you're in that flight or fight fight or flight mode. And you also might experience derealization or depersonalization. And that means that you feel kind of disconnected from yourself and your environment and you sort of, things begin to become distorted or foggy or they seem unfamiliar. It's almost like you're having an out-of-body experience, if that makes any sense. It's like you're there, but you're not really there. And that can also cause more fear and panic because that is a very strange feeling for sure. You may have numbness, like the tingling feeling of pins and needles in your arms and legs. So those are some of the symptoms of a panic attack. Now, some of the symptoms of anxiety is like you may be an overthinker. 
I know that was definitely one of the things that I (laughs) definitely did. I thought about everything more than I should, and it really bothered me. You may avoid certain activities because if you don't have to deal with it, it's not there and it's not going to bother you. Again, you may have stomach issues. You may sweat a lot. You might have memory issues. You may not sleep well at night, so you may have insomnia. Rapid heart rate is one. You may get headaches a lot. You may have trouble breathing, have constant worry about things. You might procrastinate a lot, have trouble concentrating. You might have a lack of patience. And you may need reassurance all of the time. And again, you may have those panic attacks. You might be experiencing that too. So those are some of the symptoms of anxiety and the symptoms of a panic attack. And some of you may be going, yep, that's me. That's exactly what I do. So the good news is there are some things you can do to control it. But one of the reasons that I truly believe that sometimes children and sometimes us as adults have these anxieties and panic attacks is because we're not fully grounded here. It's like we have one foot here on earth and one foot somewhere else. It's like we're not, we're not totally grounded here in this lifetime. We've talked about past lives before. Some of us carry our memories from that. And some of us remember being in heaven. And when we come into this world, when we incarnate in this lifetime, sometimes we don't fully, fully incarnate. And what I mean by that, I'm trying not to get too technical because I don't have the background knowledge for this as far as the technical terms, but I'm trying to explain it in the best way I know how. When you come into this world, it's like part of you, your soul, is still on the other side and part of you is here and you haven't fully acclimated to being here on earth and haven't grounded yourself here because, and this is no surprise, the other side is very light and carefree and there were no worries and it is not that way here. It is very heavy, it's a dense energy and I think that when your soul enters this plane sometimes it's a shock. Like, oh my gosh, I went from happy, carefree light to this dense, heavy, energetic state, and I don't like it. And I think that that is part of the reason. I see that in children a lot. So if you have a child who has a lot of anxiety, one of the things you can do is to ask Archangel Michael to be with your child, to surround your child in his blue protective light, and to help ground your child here on earth. That is one of the things that we can do. Um, because I really believe that there's just so much confusion for that poor child and poor soul because, again, even though we've done this many times before, it's still a shock when we get to Earth because of the, the shift in the energies. We're used to being so light and being able to go anywhere we want. I mean, we had wings, we flew, we were able to do, and you know you're going to sit there probably and say, what is she talking about? But this is what I believe. And if it doesn't resonate with you and you don't believe it, you can leave it. As I always say, take what feels right to you and feels like the truth for you and leave what doesn't. And I'm not offended in any way, and you don't need to write to me and say that I'm wrong and that you don't agree with me. It's okay, you don't have to. 
but I believe that's one of the reasons. But there are a lot of things that we can do to help with anxiety. One of the things that you can do is to have a Reiki session. Reiki is really good for helping with anxiety, getting your energy all aligned. And guided meditation is wonderful for anxiety because when you do guided meditation, you're taking your mind off of what it is that's worrying you. You're practicing breathing. You're kind of regulating your whole body again, getting your heart rate back, your breathing back. So meditation is awesome for anxiety. The tapping is good for anxiety, the emotional freedom technique. And again, you can look up Brad Yates and Nick Ortner on YouTube. They have a lot of free tappings you can do. I have some on this podcast too. They're just kind of interwoven into other episodes. But another thing you can do to manage anxiety is make sure that you establish a routine Anxiety thrives on turbulence and uncertainty. So if you establish a good routine every day, you can help to thwart anxiety. Um, Rationalize anxiety. So the one thing about anxiety is the overthinking. We like to come up with scenarios that will probably never happen. And so if you can choose to try to be in the moment every day in the present as I say we should always live in the present then you're not allowing your brain to take over and to run away with the story you're not allowing that to happen you're not letting your imagination run away with you because you're rationalizing and you're being in the here and the now and you're focusing on what's really real don't be afraid to talk to people if you're having anxiety or to go seek professional help I believe one of the biggest disservices that we do to people in this country is that we have put shame around mental health. And one of the things that I believe is the greatest and most important issues in our country that we need to fix and to work on is mental health. Everyone needs to have access to good mental health care facilities because it affects everyone. Mental health affects everyone. And even if you say to yourself, I don't know anyone in my family with mental health issues, well, you know people on your street probably and in your schools and in your town. And someone who is having a mental health issue or crisis can affect those around you because they can act out on what they're seeing or hearing. And they can be dangerous if it's not in check in some cases. But it's, it's just always important for everyone to be able to feel good about themselves. And so if you're experiencing anxiety, you don't feel good about yourselves. Everyone needs to have access to health care. So another thing you could do is try doing things to take your mind off of not having things to think about except the worst case scenario. So go exercise, go for a walk in nature. Grounding yourself in nature is a great way to help with anxiety. It really is. And try to be mindful of everything and taking care of yourself. And that's another thing I was going to talk about and taking care of yourself. There's a lot of things we can do here as well. There are foods that can trigger anxiety. So if you have a lot of anxiety, you might want to avoid sugars and artificial sweeteners. You might want to avoid fried foods and things with a lot of gluten and with a lot of Um, carbs 
that doesn't mean you don't eat them at all, but just if you know, like, oh, I drink five sodas a day, well, yeah, the caffeine and the sugar and the, all of that is probably not helping with the anxiety. You know, coffee is another thing, alcohol. Again, just trying to cut back on that even would help. And eating foods that are um, really good for you, like spinach, cashew, something with protein, you know, drinking chamomile tea, eating kale or asparagus, you know, those leafy green vegetables especially, that can help too with anxiety. So just a thought, you know, changing the way that we do things. Because if we want things to change, we have to change ourselves. Um, I don't know if this is true, and I have not heard this song, and I didn't have a chance to listen to it before this recording, but there is a song that's been proven to reduce anxiety, and it's called Weightless by Marconi Union, and I will put this in the description of the podcast, in the podcast notes, and it says it was specifically designed to slow down your heart rate, reduce blood pressure, and lower cortisol levels. It's so effective that you shouldn't listen to it while you drive because it can make you drowsy. But that might be something awesome to listen to before you go to bed if you are experiencing anxiety. So I'm going to try to look that up and put that in the podcast description because I think that would be amazing if that actually was true. And again, I don't know that it definitely is. But some things that you can really do to help with anxiety too are to use those mantras every day. There are so many good mantras out there. And again, I highly recommend going to Pinterest and creating a board. And, or if you have Pinterest on your phone, yes, create a board. I'm sorry, stop mid-thought. I started to think something else. Create a board on Pinterest. And then if you have Pinterest on your phone, you can look at that board every day and say these mantras to yourselves. But the first thing you need to tell yourself is that all situations are temporary. Nothing lasts forever. And I know we know this intellectually. Plants die, buildings collapse, tires go flat, hot cups of coffee go cold. Everything is always in transition. So just tell yourself that all situations are temporary. This too shall pass. Number two, there is no wrong decision. When you've done a million what-ifs and making a list of pros and cons, just know that whatever decision you make is the right decision. You can't make a wrong decision. Remember, it might mean that you get rerouted. It's no big deal. So indecision is the worst thing you can do. Tell yourself there is no wrong decision. And also, tell yourself, I've survived all of the difficult moments in my past. I will survive this too. Take a moment and think about all of the times in the past when things didn't work out the way you thought it would. You're still here. You still survived, and you can again. So know that you've survived in the past, and you will continue to survive in the future. Just be still and know that things are going to work out. Find the joy in the present moment. And again, that sitting, sitting in stillness and getting in the practice of trying to quiet your thoughts is a great way to get a handle on that. And you may only be able to do it for 20 seconds the first day and maybe 25 seconds the next day and maybe you work up to 30 seconds until some people sit for 20 minutes in total silence. I am not there yet, but I have done five minutes. So what could you do to work your way up there? And 
The last thing is I trust the guidance of the universe. Choose to believe that whatever is going on, the universe is working on it behind the scenes for you on your behalf. Believe that where you are is perfectly okay. You are enough and you have everything you need. Everything is always working out perfectly. Continue to tell yourself that. And I like a few of these other mantras for anxiety. Tell yourself in the morning, this is not you. This is something moving through you. It can leave out of the same door it came in. I love that. I'm going to put that one also in the notes of this podcast so that you guys have it. When you look in the description, you'll be able to find that there. I think it's so good to find mantras that can help you and make you feel better. There's so many awesome, awesome things that you can do to help ease anxiety. One of the things that you can do is to become better informed about what causes anxiety and what it is and how it's reacting with you because everyone is different. You know, I have anxiety, but I don't get panic attacks and my children get panic attacks. So you need to know how it affects you. Does it cause you stomach problems? Are you not sleeping at night? How is it affecting you? And I know that a lot of Doctors are quick to want to prescribe things, and that's fine. I'm not at all saying don't take medication, especially if you need it. I think it's something you need to talk to your physician about, and it's something you need to feel good about. But I know also there are other ways you can control anxiety without having to take medication. And again, you have to know who you are and what's right for you. And if your anxiety is mild, you may not have to take medication. And if it's really bad, you may. You're the one who knows what's good for you. And it's, that's the thing about anxiety is it really is like a spectrum. It's some people are on this end that it's just so very mild and some people are super, super highly anxious. And everyone, again, is going to be somewhere on that spectrum, but maybe not, not all the time. You know, it also fluctuates in our lives. Sometimes when we're going through a more difficult situation, we can feel a lot more anxiety, and sometimes we rarely feel any. It's just like an ever-changing scale, really. I thought that this was interesting. Um, Hold an ice cube. So the research shows that if you hold an ice cube, then your attention, your brain is going to start focusing on the coolness in your hands rather than what's causing the panic. Now, I don't know. I didn't try this. I didn't know this last night. I just started doing my research today. But if my daughter, if I had given her an ice cube to hold while she had her attack, I don't know if it would have worked, but I'm definitely going to try that next time. Um, If you start to feel that anxiety too, just say out loud to yourself, this is just my anxiety again. It's like when you tell yourself that (coughs) you're transferring brain activity from the emotional part of the brain to the thinking part of the brain. Because when you're focused on the telling yourself, this is just my anxiety, this is not me, it's you're taking some of that activity away from the emotional part of the brain and moving it more to the thinking part of the brain, which will reduce those symptoms of the panic attack. Again, taking a walk outside if you have nice weather and can go out in nature is great. 
drink something hot because changing the temperatures, again, it's going to change the signal from your nervous system. It's going to redirect those signals coming to your brain. Sniff a soothing scent. Lavender is really, really good for anxiety. And they now make those bracelets that you can wear. And I look down now and just realize I don't have mine on. I usually wear one. Um, it's the Lava Bee bracelet that you can put the essential oil on. And I love doTERRA's lavender. And I think it's very, very soothing. They also make a Clary Calm rub that you can just rub on like a perfume stick. But it's the essential oils. It's lavender and a mixture of something else. It smells really good. And it, it does make you feel a lot calmer. I would say take a hot bath with that in it, with the lavender in it. Set aside a specific amount of time to worry if you need it. You know what I would say? Journal. Set a specific amount of time aside to journal and get out those feelings. And if you're somebody who doesn't like to write, because I had somebody say that to me, well, I don't like to write. Well, you don't have to write it. You can just say it. Get your phone, get the memo thing on your phone or get a recorder or you don't even have to record it. Just talk. And if you're by yourself in your own little space, nobody's going to think you're crazy. Um, It's just getting out those emotions so it doesn't build up. Remember to take time to breathe. Really, the breathing techniques really do work. And you can count in and hold your breath for 10 seconds and then let it out. It's like counting in to 10, letting it out. And this, again, is where the guided meditation is great, too. You need to bring yourself back to reality when that's happening too. So one of the things you can do is name five things you see in the room. You can name four things you feel, three things you hear, two things you smell, one thing you taste, but you're grounding yourself and you're taking yourself out of your own head. And again, you're taking your brain waves away from that emotional part of the brain and into the thinking part of the brain where you have to kind of disconnect from that so you're not overly emotional and having that fight or, f- fight or flight. I don't know why I can't say that today. Fight or flight reaction. Um, slow down. Sometimes when we try to rush through life and do things so quickly, that's when that panic and all of that starts to starts to really build up. And don't try to take on too much. If If you're stressed out and you're too busy, that's when you're going to feel an increase in that as well. So there are so many things you can do, but one of the major things you can do is to ask your angels, ask your spiritual team for help with that. Archangel Michael can be with you to take away the fear and the worry that you're experiencing so you can call on him. And I always envision him taking his sword of white light and just running it around my entire body, cutting away any negative ties to me, and then running his blue, it's like a purplish blue light that he runs around your entire body. And I envision him putting that around my entire body so that it's almost like a bubble, that I'm inside that bubble of light and that nothing can get in that bubble and my good energy can't get out. And it makes me feel safe and comforted throughout the day. So again, getting some good affirmations too. Um, I will put a few of those as well in the description of this podcast because I think they're so helpful. But again, you can go to Pinterest and find your own. Know you're a strong, independent person. 
as you breathe in and out, telling yourself, this is passing, this is temporary, this is just my anxiety. There are no mistakes, only lessons learned. I did the best I could. I'm prepared for change, I'm strong. I'm capable of solving any problems that face me. Anxiety might make me feel uncomfortable, but I'm in charge of my own mind and body. This too shall pass and I can stand this. I have the power to stop this. I am relaxed, I am calm. So just tell yourself whatever you need to tell yourself to bring yourself back here. As you're using those mantras, <coughs> again, you are changing the way the thoughts are processing in your brain and that's going to help because you're not going to be all in your emotions and it's going to be more in the critical thinking part of your brain and it's going gonna, it's gonna to help. I do know that Anxiety is a very real thing. It's a very scary thing to go through if you have never done, had never gone through it before. If you have children who are going through it, it can be a very, very scary thing for them and for you to witness it. As I will tell you that the panic attack was pretty scary to see last night. It will pass, but those are some of the things that you can do as a parent to help your child through them. And again, I would call on Archangel Michael to be with your child and do that whole Maybe even have your child envision Archangel Michael sending his light around your child. Again, you're rerouting the focus of your child's brain when you do that, when you're having them envision that. So if you are dealing with it, I send you so much love and light. You know, Reiki is another way that you can deal with this and past life regression too. Also, we can look at why we're really What's really going on behind the anxiety? What's causing it? So I hope that if you need help, you will reach out to someone. If you need anything from me, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can call me if you have questions. If you are wondering what can Reiki do for me or what could a past life regression do for me, just reach out and talk to me. I am perfectly willing to talk to you on the phone and explain what a session is like and what it can do or even to text if you, you know, some people don't like talking on the phone anymore I think we've become a society that is that way if you'd rather text or email me you can just contact me that way but I hope that you guys have a wonderful day and go easy on yourselves be gentle with yourselves anxiety is a very real deal thing and I don't wish anyone any bout with anxiety. It's not fun. But you can make it through it. You can survive. You can do it. You're going to get better. Every day is a new day to start over and to realize that you're human. You're capable of solving anything that comes your way. You're capable of handling it. And this is going to pass. And you will be okay. The universe has your back and they're helping you, they're guiding you. You just need to be still and know that. Well, I hope that if you haven't already joined my Facebook Lives, you will do that. They are a lot of fun and I do free readings for people. They're usually on Tuesdays at seven, but sometimes I have to do them on Thursdays. So just check my Reiki with Melissa page to find out when the next one will be. And if you like this podcast, 
I am sincerely hoping that you will share it with others. If you know anyone who is suffering from anxiety, that this episode could help, please share it. Please spread the word. We can't help people if we don't know they're suffering. And you, more than anyone, know who around you could use some help. So sending this podcast to someone, sharing the title, is one way. Another way would be to leave a review for me, to leave stars on iTunes if you're on iTunes, or to write a review, or if you're on Podbean or Spotify or Google Play, to leave a review because the more reviews I have and the more comments I have, the more the podcast, because of the analytics, is shared with other people. And there's so many people out there who need to be uplifted, and they just don't know where to go. And my mission is to find every one of those people. And I am so, so thankful that I found you all or that you all found me. I pray that you all are healthy, happy. You have a beautiful day. I'm sending you massive love and light, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.